and you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the courts. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. I continue to tell the world why not sports nation. It's not a fluke. I'm definitely, it's like I'm doing a series. When it comes to women or women in sports world, help me introduce CEO, NBA, and FIBA sports agent, a columnist, someone that's rocking with yours truly, world, why not sports nation? Help me welcome agent Dominique Stapleton. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing today? I am doing amazing, amazing. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Good, good. Even even better now that I was able to uh, have you on. So just a few episodes ago, um, I was fortunate to connect with uh, Miss R.J. White, uh, team owner of the Vipers Men's Pro Basketball Team. And I jokingly said, with some seriousness, I said, hey, What's up with a one-day contract with being a 13th man for one day so I can officially give myself that title of being a professional athlete? So then I I started thinking even more. I said, if I can have an agent just for one day, why not have Dominique as my agent? So I think this this reality of, of being an official, one day though, professional athlete, I think is becoming uh, some closer to reality. So I'm really excited. So um, I told her my people call her people when time is ready. <laughs> then I'll start getting back in the lab. So when that do come, you know, I said uh, for one minute, I take uh, free lunch and I'm good. You don't got to pay me. <laughs> oh, that's going to be an easy negotiation on my behalf. <laughs> if free lunch is all it takes to make thing happen. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But I'm doing very, very good. Even like we were saying before, just even what's going on around us, I'm definitely still blessed to connect, like I said, with women in sports, our, our black women at that that's doing great things in the community as well as the game of basketball. So, no, I'm definitely, definitely excited. And no world I did not set this up that's just how everything you know lined up for me so i'm like hey it is what it is so women in sports series and uh, more dope women to come and bless this platform and also before i go uh, a little bit deeper or more into the show shout out to miss alexandra bernard simmons who was like yo murph i got somebody for you and obviously, she's on the other end. So, Ms. Dominique, again, thank you. And Alexandra, thank you for the lead and the recommendation. So, Ms. Dominique. Yeah. I was going to say, she is definitely amazing. After, um, you know, I was blessed to be on her platform, mm-hmm. she recommended you immediately. She said, you two have to connect. He is a great um, person. His 
amazing and just the conversation that we would be able to have will be beneficial to you know all parties involved so definitely shout out to her for connecting us because it's been a great synergy ever since our first conversation absolutely absolutely and here we are now that we got you on this world of why not sports the radio waves were you always into sports or entrepreneurship um yes i can say that um from high school uh I, i ran track leader i had a slight stint in tennis that did not last that long okay okay it's <laughs> I've cool. always been kind of involved in sports and i was the go-to person for all of the athletes mm. um the the coaches would tell me you're responsible for them the vice principals would say you're responsible for them because we had a band and i was the manager of the band so naturally you know those things kind of uh trickled over gotcha. and then i started doing stats with, for the football team so i traveled with the team i did their stats you know i was right there every injury if there's newspaper clippings of me standing by the players on the bench and talking to them and things like that so it just all kind of came together and when i was trying to figure out i knew i wanted to do something with management um i didn't necessarily want to be a lawyer okay. because i didn't want to have to pay or go to school that long right so being a sports agent was something that a lot of people just recommended to me while i was in high school mm. and then it kind of stuck so all of my friends they went on to go to d1 schools or d2 schools being athletes and we all kind of had that conversation like you go through school and you be the agent we'll be the athlete and then we'll all you know get rich and grow together and it didn't happen that way for any of us but here i am years later um kind of continuing on that path get rich and grow together i like that that's dope and for you and your crew to have that vision and to speak those words you know into your life that's huge Yes, definitely. We were a tight knit group. Um, even now, we had our. I'm about to age myself, but we had oh, our. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> we had our ten year reunion. Um, was it? If it, it was last year or earlier? No, it was. Oh wow! I can't even. I think it was last year. Yeah, okay. it was the end of last year. We had our ten year reunion, and come to find out, a lot of us are still in contact with each other. Nice. We still go to happy hours we still are you know at baby showers and weddings and things like that so our class was very very tight-knit and we still stay that way to this day so it we are blessed to be that way because i know you watch some of these tv shows in high school was a horror for some people but for us it was it was a great a great time nice nice that's dope you gotta give me uh your secret of success or even for that one listener who maybe after high school lost contact with you know their buddies so what would you say was or what do you say is something that you guys have done or 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 some type of characteristic that has allowed you to have so many cool people that you stay in contact with since high school i think it's because our area was very small um i grew up on the outskirts of Washington, D.C. Um, it's called Southern Maryland. We grew up in Charles County. So the area was very small. It's it's like generations of families that grew up there. So everybody kind of knew everybody. We The people that I went to high school with, 90% of them I went to middle and elementary school with. And so it just kind of continued that way. If your family you know, knows each other and then you went to school with these people all your life, it 
it kind of continued um, through college. Some people went to the same colleges or in the same area. I know we had a few people that went to school in Ohio, and then we mm-hmm. had a few people that went to school in Pennsylvania. So everybody kind of kept kept in contact. And I don't I don't know what the secret is. Maybe it was just our synergy. Maybe it's coming from a small area. Um, but we were able to do it. We the same friends that I have now um, are the same friends that I've had for ten plus years. Nice, nice. So for that listener out there, it is possible to really have friends more than one that you can say, hey, I've rocked with for a long time or over 10 years. So it's definitely possible. Again, here on Why Not Sports is about positive vibes as well. So don't think, oh, man, everybody out against you or they not really for you. Well, Dominique just said that it is definitely possible. And, you know, it is times where that does happen and you just remove yourself for, you know, a moment, give that person a moment in time to figure out what they're going through. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not personally to you. Mm. It's a reflection of what that person may be going through or have not accomplished that you're accomplishing. And you just have to put yourself in their shoes at that moment. That's something that I think that I'm very good at um, is empathizing with the other person. Like, oh, OK, she lashed out at me, but she's also going through X, Y and Z. Mm. So I'll give her a week or two, you know to figure herself out or maybe it's six months you know just because you don't talk to somebody every day does not mean that they are no longer your friend or care about you any less as you grow up and you you know you get older you realize those things people don't communicate we don't talk every day but the love and the genuine feelings that we have for each other are still there so just learn how to give people their time their space and empathize with what somebody is going through and I I would say that's probably the key to having long-term relationships is understanding those phases that people go through in their lives and not taking it personal at the end of the day for that listener please go back and rewind that especially if you one of those people that get really upset or take it personal when someone needs time and space anyway uh wrong this is the other show i got y'all but anyway back to <laughs> 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 for those who rock with me y'all know i got two platforms you know why not sports and obviously the flagrant two and there's more of a, a flagrant two type of uh story at hand or even topic but but that's but that's true though um and like you said um being in your position even as a ceo and um just checking out uh what you've been able to do as far as uh like the athletes with the athlete credit repair as well as your uh, sports group talk about that like ceo like we got a boss on the other end y'all like let me say it again a boss so thank you again for taking time out your schedule to uh connect with me yeah it's definitely an, an exciting experience um we just started the sports agency in february okay. it's just so funny because i started a sports agency in the middle of a pandemic or <laughs> pandemic so when a lot of people are talking to me, they're like, how do you find the strength or, you know, what are you doing right now in your sports agency? Because a lot of agencies, a lot of businesses are, you know, are falling right now or failing. Right. And mine is actually thriving right now. So people always ask me, how did I, you know, manage to do that and keep it going during the pandemic? And ultimately, when it's your dream, you know, you figure it out. And I've listened to so many um, podcasts and just interviews in which people say, in 2008 when the real estate bubble when that came down and the economy crashed those were the moments in which millionaires were born so Mm -hmm. i kind of like relate that to this time right now like if you can make it 
through this pandemic and come out with something beautiful. You know, this is like your cocoon. And after the pandemic, you'll be that butterfly. If you're able to do that, then you can survive anything. So starting the sports agency during this time was just it just came natural. Um, we have six athletes right now, five males, one female. Okay. Uh, super excited. Um, you know, a lot of the players are going to play professional basketball overseas. And the overseas market has just um, began to open back up. Some nice. of the countries aren't as affected by COVID um, as we are because they put different things in place to make sure they didn't have those liberties that we have to say, we're not going to stay in the house. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Other countries had to, you know, follow stringent rules to make sure that they overcame COVID. So the seasons are starting back. We have October start dates, January start dates, March start dates. So the players are just conditioning and just getting ready um, for that next opportunity. So we're super excited um, as far as that. And on the the Stapling Success, which is the financial firm side, mm -hmm. we're actually gearing up for our extra credit tour in which we go and we teach financial literacy to student athletes. So we are booking schools right now. Um, a lot of schools are virtual, so we're going to be doing virtual um, sessions. And when school opens back up, we'll start doing after school programs and things like that. And it's really cool this year because a lot of athletes aren't competing. A lot right. of athletes are looking for ways to delve into their communities. And financial literacy is definitely something that is, um, I would say, is we don't speak about it enough. It's a topic that's often overlooked until you get to that point of having money and then it's kind of too late. So we are trying to start the conversation as early as possible, bring those athletes in to get the kids excited about, you know, learning about saving money and opening that bank account. And, you know, once we get to the high school and college, understanding what your credit score and those yes. things, how they impact your life. So super excited for all of those things um, happening right now. And when we had spoke on that pregame, how like financial literacy, literacy for athletes is something that don't get talked about a lot like in high school and like you i'm kind of telling my age a few decades ago um it really <laughs> wasn't important you know what i mean it's kind of like hey um who to get a scholarship but it wasn't nothing that was planning to at least from my experience i don't know what happened 10 years ago or even as of now but i can just say how i was coming up that's why I wanted to be an accounting degree or business major so I can have a sense of finances and just in case if I didn't hoop or, or, or play any type of professional sports, I'll still be fine knowing that I know how to count. I know how important a credit score is and you know different uh, interest rates and how it affects you and your bottom line at the end. So for you to do this is again is something I salute you for. And wanted to tell you what you're doing is great. And at the end of the show, you can definitely give out your social media handle. So for that one athlete or for that one group or that person that's interested in what you are providing, your services, that would be a, definitely a good opportunity. Yes, definitely. I would like to get everyone involved. And like I said, because we are virtual this year, um, it gives us a unique opportunity to reach a lot more schools that we probably would have had difficulty reaching before because of traveling and you know just having those dates and things like that so now that we're virtual it's literally a touch of the computer and we can reach a lot more schools so we are definitely excited about that and you know it actually came from 
just conversations with athletes, you know, because mm, right, they don't right. realize like just what you mentioned, you know, hoop to get a scholarship, and then you get that scholarship, and you're on two days, and you have to go to class mm-hmm. and new shoes, yeah. and then how to get in those new shoes because you can't work, you know what I mean? And then you know, um, a few decades ago, even up to. I would say up to 10 years ago, five, six years ago, they have those credit card companies that are on college campuses, you know, predatory lending. They're giving you that credit card. My, my sister, who didn't have a credit score at all, was able to get a credit card with a $1,500 um, limit on there. And she knew nothing about managing money. And yeah. I was just so surprised at that time that, you know, colleges would allow this and companies would allow this. And she ended up going into debt over that, you know, on top uh-huh. of her own. So those are the things that, you know, we want to shed light on. Um, the NCAA are changing the rules. They're about to start letting athletes uh, profit off their likeness. I believe 2023 is nice. when all goes into a, an effect. Right. And that's a whole nother thing because now you have athletes with this stream of income coming in and then you'll have those predatory people coming in saying, hey, let me manage this couple thousand dollars that you're making from YouTube or mm-hmm. sales. And, you know, once again, the story that we hear all the time, athletes are defrauded out of their money because they don't know what's going on. Mm. So the younger we start, the more information that we're able to give, even if it's on just the surface, you know, like this is what to look for when you're looking for an accountant. These are the questions to ask when you have a financial planner. Those things, um, just educating athletes on those things can really make a difference. Ding, ding, ding. That's why I'm telling y'all, Dominique doing something major for the world of athletes. Definitely, definitely support it. I'm definitely excited for that. Being an agent, though, like I know you talked about that's what was kind of spoke, you know, spoken to you. But how did you start, you know, going towards that direction of being an agent? So Stapling Success, my financial firm, was actually my foot in the door. Okay. Uh, Once I graduated from college, I thought I would take my accounting degree and I would go the front office route. I would work for a team. I would move my way up and then I would transition into being an agent once I, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, learn that whole. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> because there is no blueprint. They don't right. have a book that says, and they, they do have books, but all the books, you know, are outdated. They are at a time where being an agent wasn't as heavily regulated as it is now. And I've read several of those books from, you know, super agents, and they talk about the glory days, but we're not in the glory days anymore. Right, you know, right. there's a lot of barriers to entry at this point so um i said okay i'll I'll get this accounting degree um i'll go i'll work in the front office i'll work my way up i started working with the orange bowl and i realized that working at a desk every day doing the same thing is not something that i'd be able to do so stapling success was born i started working with entrepreneurs and millennials did that for a few years and realized my you know i was one of those people up until recently where i have a five-year plan a 10-year plan you know one year plan a three-year plan and when those things those boxes don't get checked off i am in turmoil because in my mind once you reach a certain age you can't do things anymore um i blessed that recently i've expanded my horizon and i listened to something that said if you're going to live to be 110 years old then being 50 you haven't even lived half of your life Mm -hmm. and that changed like my whole perspective on a lot of things so within the last two years i've been a lot 
more open and you know not as constrained on time but prior to that that's what i was thinking so i was like dominique your time clock is ticking you know you need to hurry up and become an agent so i transitioned the business into working strictly with athletes and i said if i can get athletes to trust me with their money then trusting me with their career will be um you know a cakewalk and so through that i made connections i started seeing what the industry was like hearing what athletes complained about their agents or you know just different things like that and last summer i sat back and i and i had a few people call me like hey my cousin is going to go into the league mostly for football not necessarily basketball but gotcha, gotcha. I, I reach out my little brother he's going to college in the next two to three years he's going to need an agent when are you going to get licensed and those calls started coming in overwhelmingly and i i said dominique this is the time so i looked up what it took um to become an agent for nfl you needed a master's degree which i didn't have at that time mm-hmm. and i then in my mind i i graduated college debt free so to go back and get a master's and accumulate that debt did not make sense to me mm. so i NBA website and I meet all the criteria um, to sit for the NBA exam and I started studying and then the rest is history I took the exam and here we are today fast forward um, certified agent with six athletes Wow (laughs) so you didn't have no one that you could shadow that you can bounce ideas or help lead that path to become an agent huh you know when I was in Florida. Um, Florida has, I would say, probably is the top three states with um, as far as registered agents. Mm-hmm. I emailed, I sent letters, like mailed letters out to all of the agents in Florida and received zero responses. Wow. So, yeah, mentorship, anybody leading the way for me? Absolutely not. Um, everything that I got was from YouTube, um, reading books following people on social media and just you know seeing the little tidbits that they drop and even now you know i i since then have had a mentor that you know kind of guides me through things but even still he's one of those people where he's like i'll tell you but everybody has to walk their own path so he's not there like dominic this is the way to be an Mm -hmm. agent he's giving me more life coaching and things like that so as far as being an agent i'm figuring out as i go and I, I I think I'm doing a great job. So oh yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yet, so you have six athletes, uh, entrepreneur, and like we said, NBA and FIBA, and we're gonna talk about you being a com- columnist shortly. I love the fact that, like you said, hey, I graduated with no debt from you know getting my bachelor's. Then the master's degree came. You was like, whoo. Is this supposed to be worth it? But you know, having debt, but you found ways to not dig yourself a big hole to do what you love to do or do what you had you know, a vision that you saw for yourself and YouTube, Googling and things like that. So for that one listener or for that listener out there, if it's something you really want, it's enough information to get it started. Creating your own lane, create your own lane with very little to know guidance so again salute to you agent dominique (laughs) thank you thank you you. i think that's something i love how you just worded that because a lot of people you know believe oh i don't have anybody to show me nobody Mm -hmm. let me nobody did nobody 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 and it's like you have yourself you don't Mm. need it you have yourself if you have the will and the mindset um 
and the tenacity to get something done, you can get it done. So you don't need anybody. Along the way, yes, you know, you will need people. But to get things started and to yeah. push you to level, because, you know, the thing about it is somebody could, the door that they open, they then have the power to close that same door. Absolutely. But if you in that door for yourself, then you're the only one that can put it back up. Mm. Man, that means you have a lot of control of your own destiny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, on Instagram, you have posted, because you are agent, how, or oh, you asked a question, what do you do when you're constantly addressed as Mr.? <laughs> please talk a little bit about that. Agent Dominique Stapleton, please. You know, it's, to me, at this point, I'm... I, I hate to say that I'm used to it because a lot of females, um, female agents or females in male dominated industries will tell me, Dominique, you can't get you can't be complacent with that. But I am such a results and goal oriented person. Mm-hmm. And with me operating in an international market, you never know people's customs, you know, where yeah. they may not want to speak with a female. They may not view females as um, in positions of authority. And my job ultimately is to get the deal done for my athletes. Mm-hmm. So if being called Mr. is what I have to take <laughs> wow. to get it done, then, you know, it's kind of like I'm, I'm leveling it out. I'm weighing my options at that point. But I get called Mr. I would say more than people realize that I am a miss. And it's because Dominique is a, um, you know, it's a, it's, it can go for males. Yeah, unisex. And, yeah. Yes, yeah, unisex name. So I understand it, but I haven't, I, I haven't figured out how to do it, how, to, how to correct people. When we're on the phone, of course they realize. But I told a story. I spoke with a guy from Spain, and he was calling um, to, to speak to me about one of my athletes, and he was like, "Hey, um, I'm calling on behalf of so and so, and I want to speak to." X, Y, and Z's agent, I'm looking for Mr. Stapleton. And I was like, oh, I'm so-and-so's agent. And he's like, no, I don't think you understand. I'm looking for the agent of so-and-so. I was told (laughs) his name is Mr. Dominique Stapleton. And, you know, we went through that cycle for about two minutes. And then I said, okay, let's stop. Let's start over. My name is Hmm. Dominique Stapleton. I am the agent of X, Y, and Z. You're calling to speak about a b and c let's continue with the conversation and you know he was taken aback from that like okay i apologize let's move forward but that goes back to show you know he was from spain he he has his preconceptions of what an agent should be and who he should be looking for and it, it happens all the time but it's just we have to bring more awareness to females being in male dominated industries and males have to be receptive of it and respective receptive and respective uh, respectful of what is actually happening the, the transition to females jumping into these industries and you know I don't I don't know how or when it's going to happen but that's something that you got to talk to your friends about <laughs> yeah yeah. You gotta talk to your friends about it because I can't I can't change it on my own. But right, right. at some point, you know, I'm like I said, I'm results oriented. But I know a lot of women that would definitely um, make a big fuss out of it. 
And that's why I'm saluting you because I could imagine the frustration level. I could imagine um, it could even lead to lack of confidence because of, like you said, being in a male dominated industry. So I know you said because you are results oriented and goal oriented, but what keeps you grinding and fighting and, and remain confident, even though you have a high chance or a higher probability of someone still saying mister i just don't look at that as being um you know the worst thing okay. in the world okay because there's there's bigger fights that i will have you know mm -hmm. it'll be moments where i may go somewhere and you know it might they may say oh men only you know or mm. you know you might go on that golfing trip and they didn't they don't have clubs that are small enough for for a woman or you know it's it's other things that will come about where i would need to carry that energy of you have to correct this you can no longer you know view me in this way so if mister is just the start of it like i said if it's through email and things like that um I find a way I'll put it in my signature, you know, Miss Dominique Stapleton and, and bold it and things like that. But when we're on the phone, you know, people do realize, except for the guy from Spain, <laughs> people do realize that I'm a female. And, you know, a lot of times for me, I like I like the element of surprise. So I may be emailing someone and then we'll get on a Zoom call and then they'll have that that. Oh, OK, this is a woman face, you know. Mm -hmm. So all those things, you know, I. I realize that it comes with the territory and I welcome the 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 large eyes and the surprises and I just expect that this is what is going to happen and that way it no longer bothers me in a sense. But um like I said there there are a lot of women that you know will hold strong to that and will say no you you have to correct that from the jump but for me that's not the biggest barrier that I'll have to go through that's not the biggest um, thing that I'll have to deal with as being a female in a male-dominated industry. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And with everything that's going on, um, you still have time to be a columnist. Talk yes. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when, when I think about all the things that I do, I don't know how I, I managed to find the time to do it, but... Um, Writing has always been something that I like to do. Um, I started blogs on my on my websites, but I wasn't consistent with it. And mm -hmm. when the opportunity presented itself to be a columnist with He Is Magazine, I took it because not only would it hold me accountable, but some of the blogs that I had previously written that I wanted to get out there, it would it gave me that platform to put it out there. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's super fun. Um, the owner of the magazine, Sierra Horton, she's amazing. She gives me full um, creative rights to anything that I want to write about. And her audience is very receptive to it. I love it because, you know, finances is something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. They don't want to think about. Right. You start talking about credit, people get a headache instantly. Mm -hmm. But I figured out a way to to write about it in a sense to where people are relatable. Like my first article um, in the magazine was, if your spouse has bad credit or someone that you're dating has bad credit, what can you do? And that's a topic that we all have encountered, mm -hmm. you know, one time or another. And I just make it fun. So it's, 
it's a um, opportunity for me to be creative in a way that my everyday businesses won't allow because I can't be that fun and playful when I'm talking to somebody who's trying to buy a house right. about you know increasing their credit and things <laughs> like that. <laughs> right, right, right. No, that's that's dope and. Just to kind of you know backtrack just a little bit, talking about just being a, a woman in sports or a woman in this industry, like men, we have to do a better job, and that's why I take it. Um, I won't say personal, but I, I, I do want to make sure I focus on to be a well-rounded host, a well-rounded platform that our people, especially our women in sports, will feel comfortable. Hey, there are. Uh, men that give us as much respect as you know another man so thank you for for sharing that and, and putting your story out there uh, for the world because like you said more exposure to let people know hey it's women out here in this industry have a huge or an impact in you know in the sports world so I'll definitely again salute you for that well, thank you, thank you. It's me and it's a whole tribe of us that are leading the way. I tell people every day that I want to kick down the doors and bring the chairs and tables um, in the room so that the generation after me doesn't have to do it. You know, they will have their own set of fights and their own worries, mm -hmm. but just to normalize females in male dominated industries. That is what, you know, I'm bearing the blunt of and I'm just paving the way for the next generation me and all the women that are in the industry right now and i can hear that listen like all right murph we sold how can i get in contact with <laughs> this wonderful individual so dominique please let the world know how they can find you and how they can find your your companies and your column okay so we'll start with my social media I am the most active on Instagram. My Instagram is my name, Dominique Stapleton. Um, you can follow the sports group at Stapleton SG on Instagram for Stapleton Sports Group. And if you need help with your finances, Stapling Success, which is S-T-A-P-L-I-N-G underscore success on Instagram. Um, I, I am on Facebook. Um, Stapleton Sports Group on Facebook, Dominique Stapleton and Stapling Success. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Uh, I'm not active on Twitter, although I am slowly but surely um, making up my mind that I have to get on Twitter because <laughs> <laughs> basketball lives on Twitter and Dominique is not active on Twitter at all, but I'm going to get there. My websites are um, www.staplingsuccess.com. Um, for the school tour for the extra credit program, it is staplingsuccess.info. And the sports group is stapletonsportsgroup.com. And I know I just gave you guys a whole lot. So the best way is just jump on Instagram or Facebook and uh, type in Dominique Stapleton. You'll find me and I can lead you wherever you need to go. Hey, world. Y'all make sure, please make sure y'all hit up Dominique. Why y'all think I'm thankful? Why y'all think I'm grateful? All that stuff going on that she got. She still made time for the big homie, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, again, Dominique, thank you very much. Um, one last thing, though, before you go, because you are a trailblazer. You are doing dope things in the community. What will be something that you can let that one listener know, male or female, man or woman, it's just something to encourage them during this pandemic. 
to seize the moment, live in the moment. Um, I was one of those people where, like I said, I had my checklist. I had to check everything off, but I never realized the experiences or honed in on what I was going through at that moment. And then I had someone tell me to read the book, um, Chop Wood and Carry Water. Mm. And it's a, it's very a very simple book. And it basically speaks about a child who wanted to become um, like a samurai. Uh, and so he went to Japan and he goes to the best school. And I guess it's like a monk school, um, for mm. lack of a better term. Uh, and so he gets there and he's thinking, you know, he's going to learn karate and all those other things to become this great samurai and for like the first six years all he's doing is carrying water and chopping wood and so he constantly talks to his mentor like why am I still doing this like I need to become the greatest and throughout it he realizes that every step of the way he learned a lesson anytime he tried to skip something or not you know overlook what was happening right there he Mm -hmm. failed and so what the book put in perspective for me is Everything that you're going through right now will be a testament to where you get to in the end. So to that listener out there where, you know, you might be in college and, you know, you might be playing sports and and your season isn't here yet. Look at it as a time to rehab, you know, Mm -hmm. a time to become a social activist, a time to uh, deep uh, dig deeper into your studies, a time to look for an internship or, you know, explore the different opportunities in your sports professionally if you are that person that you know you wanted to start this new job and now the job market is down maybe this is the time for you to explore entrepreneurship or you know take that extra course that you needed so just look in the moment and 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 seize the moment that you're in right now instead of thinking about what will happen or what you can't wait to do on that note world i have nothing else to say you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Murph and stop laughing at me. Dominique closed the show. I have nothing else to add to that. You can find <laughs> the show. You can find the show on most platforms. And if there's not a platform, y'all know what to do. Make sure y'all hit me up. That may that way we can continue to gain that exposure and continue to gain dope guests, dope entrepreneur mindset individuals who are blazing their own trail creating their own lane to to do some uh, great things that their gifts has allowed them to do also you can also just you know check out the website www.dmurfspeaks.com if you have any questions you can email me there as well but y'all i'm out dominique out she probably got one of her her clients her athletes like yo we we got a conference call so on that Mm -hmm. note (laughs) y'all I appreciate y'all, and I'm saluting. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on running.